Welcome to Sundays from St. Rocks for the second Sunday of Lent. I am Father Michael Gallagher, the parish priest of St. Rocks, Glen Iris. I hope that this podcast will help you and your families spend some time in prayer as you keep Sunday as a holy day. You'll hear the readings from the day, a short homily and a few prayers. Throughout the podcast, there'll be periods of silence. Take those moments to think about the words you have heard in the scriptures and to talk to God in your own words. I now invite you to find a comfortable place to settle yourself down for prayer. Let's begin by taking a few slow, deep breaths to help calm our minds and hearts. Remember that you are in the holy presence of God, that he sees you, that he hears you. Tell God what is on your mind and heart today. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us acknowledge our sins and seek the Lord's forgiveness. You are sent to heal the contrite of heart. Lord, have mercy. You came to call sinners. Christ, have mercy. You are seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Let us pray. O God, who have commanded us to listen to your beloved Son, be pleased, we pray, to nourish us inwardly by your word, that with spiritual sight made pure, we may rejoice to behold your glory. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, for ever and ever. A reading from the book of Genesis. God put Abraham to the test. Abraham, Abraham, he called. Here I am, he replied. Take your son, God said, your only child Isaac, whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah. 
There you shall offer him as a burnt offering. On a mountain I will point out to you. When they arrived at the place God had pointed out to him, Abraham built an altar there and arranged the wood. Then he bound his son Isaac and put him on the altar on top of the wood. Abraham stretched out his hand and seized the knife to kill his son. But the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven, Abraham, Abraham, he said, I am here, he replied. Do not raise your hand against the boy, the angel said. Do not harm him, for now I know you fear God. You have not refused me your son, your only son. Then looking up, Abraham saw a ram caught by its horns in a bush. Abraham took the ram and offered it as a burnt offering in place of his son. The angel of the Lord called Abraham a second time from heaven. I swear by my own self, it is the Lord who speaks. Because you have done this, because you have not refused me your son, your only son, I will shower blessings on you. I will make your descendants as many as the stars of heaven and the grains of sand on the seashore. Your descendants shall gain possession of the gates of their enemies. All the nations of the earth shall bless themselves by your descendants as a reward for your obedience. The Word of the Lord. Psalm 115 I trusted even when I said, I am sorely afflicted. O precious in the eyes of the Lord is the death of his faithful. Your servant, Lord, your servant am I, you have loosened my bonds. A thanksgiving sacrifice I make, I will call on the Lord's name. My vows to the Lord I will fulfil before all his people. In the courts of the house of the Lord, in your midst, O Jerusalem. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. With God on our side, who can be against us? Since God did not spare his own son, but gave him up to benefit us all, we may be certain, after such a gift, that he will not refuse anything he can give. Could anyone accuse those that God has chosen? When God acquits, could anyone condemn? Could Christ Jesus? No. He not only died for us, he rose from the dead, and there at God's right hand he stands and pleads for us. The Word of the Lord. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus took with him Peter and James and John and led them up a high mountain where they could be alone by themselves. 
There in their presence he was transfigured. His clothes became dazzlingly white, whiter than any earthly bleacher could make them. Elijah appeared to them with Moses, and they were talking with Jesus. Then Peter spoke to Jesus. Rabbi, he said, it is wonderful for us to be here. So let us make three tents, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. He did not know what to say, they were so frightened. And a cloud came, covering them in shadow, and there came a voice from the cloud. This is my son, the beloved. Listen to him. Then suddenly, when they looked round, they saw no one with them any more, but only Jesus. As they came down from the mountain, he warned them to tell no one what they had seen, until after the Son of Man had risen from the dead. They observed the warning faithfully, though among themselves they discussed what rising from the dead could mean. The Gospel of the Lord. In today's Gospel, we are presented with the event we know as the Transfiguration, an historical event that we commemorate with its own feast day later in the year. Peter, James and John were invited to see the Transfiguration, the same three who would be with Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane. Perhaps this was a preparation for the moment when they would see the one whom they knew to be the Son of God, distressed, praying and suffering for them. By suggesting making three tents, Peter showed his desire to stay in that moment. He didn't want to leave. Seeing Jesus in all his glory, the apostles were left speechless in awe and fear. Jesus wanted the apostles to keep quiet about what they saw, perhaps so as to draw attention later to his more glorious action of dying on the cross for us and raising himself from the dead. We should keep that in mind ourselves as we journey through Lent, seeking deeper conversion of our hearts. Apart from being an event in the past, the Transfiguration also symbolises the possibility of our own encounter with God now. We might have had one moment, or more, during our lives when we have felt particularly close to God, been aware of his presence, or seen with clarity him working in our lives or in the lives of those around us. We can be the same as the apostles when we encounter God deeply, speechless, in awe and fear. When we do have those encounters with God, those mountaintop experiences, we may also find ourselves wanting to stay in that moment like St. Peter did. We may beg God to maintain our sense of consolation, of his closeness to us, but we cannot remain on the mountain. God gives us moments when we see something of his actual presence in our lives to get us through the times when we don't feel his presence. God tests our faith, our resolve to love him, by withdrawing the spiritual consolation at times. When we experience spiritual dryness or temptation, 
we should remind ourselves of those moments of closeness that we have felt with the Lord. During those times, we have the opportunity to demonstrate our faith and love for him. The encounters we have with God give us a taste of heaven that hopefully spurs us on to remain faithful during the trials and temptations of this life. May we savour the encounters we have with Jesus now, often repeating in our hearts the words of the gospel. It is wonderful for us to be here. In the Divine Presence, we confidently bring our prayers to our God and Father. For the Pope, the bishops, and other leaders of the Church, that they may always lead us to the glory of our heavenly homeland, let us pray to the Lord. For the world, that the transfiguration of Jesus Christ may make us aware of the presence and glory of God. Let us pray to the Lord. For those in need, that we help the poor, the lonely and the impressed, so they may hear through us the favoured Son of God. Let us pray to the Lord. For our community, that we may always find it wonderful to be together in the company of God and his saints. Let us pray to the Lord. For all the sick of our parish and for our dead, that they may enjoy the blessed vision of divine glory forever. Let us pray to the Lord. I now invite you to offer your own prayers, either out loud or in the silence of your hearts. We sum up all these spoken prayers and the silent prayers of our hearts as we pray together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. As we conclude our time of prayer, unite your hearts to the words of this spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most blessed sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there, 
and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for joining us in prayer this Sunday. We hope you can join us again next Sunday. God bless.